Rolling Bones Outdoors presents Hunt the World. From Montana to Mexico, Texas to Tajikistan, Alaska to Asia, Colorado to Canada, we hunt the world, and you can too. Do you want to take your hunting skills to the next level? Ever thought about going on that hunting adventure of a lifetime? But didn't know where to start? This podcast will be for you. Our team at Rolling Bones Outdoors is here to help you create memories that will last a lifetime. Are you ready? Let's hunt the world. Thank you for joining us today for this episode of Hunt the World with Rolling Bones Outdoors. I'm co-founder of Rolling Bones Outdoors, and I'm Brian Maiman. I should have said that first. I'm Brian Maiman. I am co-founder. I am founder. Yeah, I thought of this idea with uh, a friend of mine drunk in a bar in New York City. That's not true. We were actually in Sundance after a hunt when we came up with the concept. But I think we've already done that podcast, and if we haven't, we should do it someday. Uh, to my left is not Brian, the mountain man, Martin. It's Brian Bleep Leslie. <laughs> So uh, in good fashion, he's here to make sure that we, if uh, Brad and I run astray today, Brian Martin is actually uh, somewhere in the wilderness of his uh, residence right now. Because um, for those of you who don't know, Brian's been a resident of Canada for a long time. He is thinking about moving here, but as of now, he's still a resident of Canada. So he got back across the border and I believe is out on a stone ram hunt. Is that right? And now they won't probably let him back in. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Stay and, there, brother. <laughs> exactly. And without Merv the perv, this will probably be a little different. <laughs> a little different uh, episode. <laughs> no, today. we don't want you back in the States. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> and across the table I'm is just uh, Brad. <laughs> Mr. I'm just Brad. Is <laughs> Mr. Brad Dana, and he now owns the title of Big Bull Slayer. Uh, since we've had our last podcast, Brad has absolutely uh, annihilated annihilated that mystical 360, 370 Big Bull, and broke into the giant uh, sec- section of. Well, I would call it a sector or a section. What would be the right vocabulary? You've broken into an elite status when it comes to killing giant bulls. Would that be accurate? Yeah, yeah. This, I've I've managed to not crack into this. Yeah, you're not status for a long time. You're not in the 370 club. You net would be in the 380 club, but gross, you're in a 390 yeah, club. 390-some so, bulls. Yeah, so, well, I'm going to go with 393 since uh, that's the smallest measurements we could find in his mass. <laughs> and uh, But we'll talk about that in a second. But anyway, that's actually, that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, we're going to spend some time talking about Brad's bull um, and uh, the hunt that day and everything that went into it. But really, it starts 20 years ago, doesn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, it starts a l- this hunt started uh, literally in South Dakota. I started applying for points 29 years ago. I have 29 preference points now for some of my hunts. So when you're 60, so you started at <laughs> 31. That's not too bad. Oh, wait, no. So you so were you were just out of college. I was just out. Yeah, I just got done. Just got done As with that. Matter of fact, I was I I, well, I was careful because back then Wyoming, like Wyoming, was the first state that you could apply in. Wyoming was seven dollars for preference points. And I was so tight. My budget was super tight. I think the sheep tags and the elk tags, you know, they were more money than if I drew, I felt comfortable parting with. <laughs> I, I didn't have that money. Right. I didn't even put in for one year for some of the $7 preference points. South Dakota was 5 So I started putting in for 
right away out of, out of dental school. Because so, so first of all, for all you listeners, we're going to go through this today. We're going to talk about South Dakota, um, what it takes to hunt here. And, and for a lot of you, you're going to be a little disappointed. Uh, I hate to set you up for failure, but you want to listen in because this is an incredible story. And uh, um, if you're, I also want to give a little pitch out to South Dakota. Um, our governor is an amazing human being. She prays over the state every day, and uh, and she's a people's governor. But that we won't digress and get into politics. Actually, I don't talk about politics anymore. I talk about policy. And if your policy can defend itself, then we can have a conversation. If it can't, you're just an idiot. So anyway, um, at the end of the day, uh, South Dakota though is a great state, but you have to be a resident for elk. For, for elk. elk. Bighorn sheep, mountain goat, those three things you have to be a resident yep. to apply for. So, so that's pretty cool. Okay, well, it's cool for us. It's bad yeah. for I, I. Now I'm an advocate of because I I love to elk hunt. So I've always felt like we should allow non-residents to hunt here also because I couldn't be an elk hunter and be an elk hunter in South Dakota only because I've hunted elk all over. And I think right. it's fair to... So you have to, empathy. I you do. Have empathy for all the people that can't get into this state. And I totally agree with you. Um, I, so it's cool for me. To some degree, I agree with it's you. Cool. It's sense? cool for me. It is cool it for It was you. cool for me this year. Now that I have 12 and 13 points or uh, 10 and 12 points, it's cool. You've never drawn a tag in I, South Dakota. And I, nope. And I've lived here 14 yeah. years. And I've been applying within two years. So I've never drawn it. Uh, right. And I, I so wanted elk. Even our... Even our uh, so we have a crazy system. How, how our system lays out is you get landowner status. The landowners get up to half the tags. Then they drop, they, they split that up into the 10 or more preference point pool. I think 30% of the remaining tags go to those preference point holders. And then they drop down to a two to nine and then a zero to one. And there's like 5% or I don't know. I don't know the, it's super, the, I don't know the baby pools. Right. It's like hit, it's yeah. like get hit by lightning. Yeah. Now that being said, the, up until now, I would say the tag that I drew, the prairie tag units have become the premier units. It used to be Custer State Park. Um, it's a big 80,000 acre. Uh, used to be a phenomenal elk hunt. The mountain lions went crazy and ate. I mean, the mountain lions were literally, they were darting cows, and mountain lions were eating the cows before they could totally be sedated. <laughs> they, yeah, they were attacking them. I, 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 yeah, it was crazy. Uh, so, I mean, that's my story. I mean, uh, but I mean, Custer Park's bigger than 80,000. I think it's 80,000. I think. Yeah, it's an 80,000-acre state park, and, and I mean, quite frankly, it butts up to Wind Cave National Park, and that's that's a loose border. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a it's a wild pl- But anyway, um, that used to be the premier unit. Now I would say it, that that is, uh, you know, the, the mountain lions have really taken a toll. That's my perspective. There's probably other things, but I think a lot of it had to do with the mountain lions. Um, they were really... Eating elk. 71,000 acres. I would have never guessed that. I would have oh. guessed it was bigger than that. Good for you. 4,721 foot elevation. It opened in 1912. little fact check on you, Brad Dana, yeah. as long as we're listening to people argue about facts and not facts. And uh, there, it says here lots of animals, and Brian Mayman should be able to go kill something there. Well, That's it, what it says on Wicca. I'm just <laughs> telling you, Wiki is always right. So here you go, folks. So anyway, and there is no, oh, look at this. Popular times, it's not too busy right now, but then again, we are in South Dakota. So that's interesting you say that because you mentioned prairie units. Yep. And and they opened prairie units, what, five or six? No, 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 because no, 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 no. I was, 
I'm almost, so I did not apply. I, I don't know if I apply. So here's the deal. This t- tag, there were only two public hunter tags, two landowner in tags. In this prairie unit. In this unit that I was in. Um, there's a number of different units, and I've bounced around in some of those. Um, I think two years ago, three years ago, I applied for a different unit. The last two years, I've applied for this unit. Um, and, and, you know, things ebb and flow. And so we've modified what our top choices have been. And uh, it's, it's very hard to get a tag. This averaged 19 years to draw this tag. So um, we met the guy who also had the other the tag. Other, the other public And tag, he yeah. thought he drew with 18 years preference, which would have been me at 20. I thought I had eight. So one of us had 18, one of us had 20. No matter, both of you had a substantial amount, yep. and, and you're both South Dakota residents. Yep. And so it, it's it's funny you say that because that's obviously what we do is help people get a yep. a, 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 a hunt plan. Yep. And hunt plans need to be like any other business plan or any other financial plan. Living they to, and breathing. They got to be fluid. Yep. Just things change. Time yep. changes. You know the amount of points you have, the draw odds, the yep. uh, trophy class of bulls, yep. the the game density. It all changes. So yeah. even even at twenty years of preference, I had a one in eight hundred and eighty chance of drawing that tag. Essentially, and it's hard to figure that out because our points are cubed. Maybe, maybe two and one seventy. Well, <laughs> w- well, no, because I, no, because no, that wouldn't. That well, but but you cube your points. You cube so your points. So if you were a twenty, yeah, yeah. So I mean, obviously, so they cube my only points. Two. How many people applied? Well, uh, yeah. one hundred and eighty. Uh, one hundred and eighty were in that pool. With with uh, in the preference point, yeah. Pool. So maybe a little bit better than one in eighty because if you were one of the top guys and had more cubing, it, it leans in your favor. Yeah, yeah. I mean that would be a, a, yeah an algorithm so, that you'd have yeah. to figure out. Obviously, twenty years, but I mean, but the fact of the matter, it took strategy, it took planning, and it took patience for sure. Yep, a lot of patience. Twenty freaking years to wait for a tag, brother. Quite frankly, once and we work with a bunch of people like this too that have points everywhere. So I'm in a I'm in a position that I could drop. I could draw some killer tags. I could have drawn a great elk tag in Wyoming. I didn't even apply for it because Wyoming changed their system badly enough that it dissuaded a lot of people. Now, it didn't didn't dissuade enough, but like me, I didn't even apply this year because they changed the the setup. But I could have drawn a great elk tag. I could have drawn a great sheep tag. And I I, I don't think... you'll draw a sheep tag. I can draw a sheep tag now for the units I'm looking for whenever I'm ready. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm in the guaranteed pool. Yeah, we're going to do that next year. Which is nice about Wyoming that they do it that way because you can plan your hunt. Like this one, I didn't plan. I made the decision, okay, I have two tags that are so hard to draw, odds are that you won't ever draw in your lifetime. So I applied. I, those two I applied for. And I said, hey, even though I have this sheep hunt in Canada scheduled – um, I'm going to still apply for those because you got to still get your name in the hat. Otherwise, you got you'll never draw it. If, if, right. If it's a, if it's a, a point zero zero one chance of drawing and you don't ever apply, it goes down from there. <laughs> right. Exactly. So 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 you so you uh, apply um, and you apply in this region. One of how many prairie units are there? Oh, there's five. I think. I think there's five. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. There's a brand new one that they opened today, which. They killed a the four. new the new state record came well, out of alleged uh, yeah. yeah so yeah I mean who yeah. knows one but, of two new state records <laughs> right. but we'll talk about that at the closing so you got to wait till the closing to hear that story absolutely amazing caveat to this whole uh, whole uh, 
whole, I guess, series of events and adventure in, in, in harvesting this, what your mother called this beast, right? Yeah, it's uh, a beast. And it is a beast. But there's five, let's say there's five prairie uh, regions. You chose this one. And when you open that um, South Dakota fishing game application draw results, I can just see it with yep. asterisks, application draw results. Yep. This is it, Brad Dana. You did or didn't. When you clicked on it, what would you think? Well, it's, it's, it's always a du- – you know, I'm the analytical thinker. I'm like, what the heck? That, 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 something's got to be wrong. What did I do? Did I log into somebody else's account? I didn't know. So I'm like, <laughs> holy uh, – yeah, because he, – He said analytical today. I call him in Lindley bleep. I, 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 should, I call them the collateral thinkers because I like I come out let's let's do this guys and they're like okay but there's 200 wheels that could fall off this bus and let's not yeah because that's exactly what Henry Ford thought about putting a car in everybody's garage who's gonna build the stoplights Brad and Lindley are always like nope stop collateral thinking but anyway so what you I was yeah I was it's a little bit of disbelief right right because it's super. You're all super coy with my sorry rump because the next day you're like, yeah, so. Uh. We had to hunt the world. Actually, it was that night. <laughs> yeah. I walked in and I said, oh, I guess you drew the guess you drew one of the hardest tags to draw in the country. It was moi. Yeah, so he didn't even say nothing all day, and I talked to him like three times. And and the draw results were out that morning, so he'd been digesting No, no, it. no. I didn't even look until that night after oh, so, work. So you really didn't look at your email? No, I didn't. Oh, I, I, I didn't even get the email. I didn't get an email. I logged in because somebody told me that day. They said, oh, draw results are out. So I just logged in. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. So you didn't even wait for the email. You no. didn't see an email. No, somebody so walked in, and then yeah. I was like, I just blew him off. I was like, oh, good for you. And then I just got to thinking, whoa, 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 whoa. You drew what? And so goes, it's super, super hard to draw. That being said, um, I even like shooting cow. I like, I like elk hunting. It's good meat, and it's just fun. So they have cow, cow tag opportunities. They have Custer State Park. They have Custer State Park archery. They have uh, Black Hills Archery, they have Black Hills Rifle, and then they have Prairie. So there's a whole, you know, so you get your name in the hat a bunch of times, which is, I mean, and I knew, because I told you, I got so many preference points in so many places, I'm going to start hitting, and I'm going to start hitting regularly now. Yeah, it's going to boom, boom. (laughs) Yeah. You're going to just hate me. I'm (laughs) going to have to sit here and live with this shit every year. It's gonna be like what? Uh, so, but anyway, that I mean, you gotta yeah, you figure a strategy out, right? But I, you know, I got lucky. I hit draw the tag, and it was a little surreal at first. And quite frankly, I don't spend a lot of time in that. And and you depend like one of the prairie units is all private land. Two of the prairie units essentially are all private land. And I was like, ooh, I, I, I you know, this private land thing. Well, it turns out I didn't need private land. I hunted. I only no. hunted the forest. Right. I hunted we, public land. We, we exclusively. killed it smack dab in the middle of the forest. Yep. So, so it was it, it was pretty cool. Yeah. So so I remember you coming in, and I was like, oh, and then I was like, what did he just say? It kind of took a little bit for me to process. <laughs> and then I remember going back. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and uh, I'm like, holy smokes. So yeah, I was pretty excited for you because I see. I think what I said was when we're hunting that, if you feel a sharp pain right behind your ear, right. and you wake up propped up next to your animal, you know, and just, literally, just know you shot it, but she really didn't. Brian was filming my my the guy I've hunted elk with more than anybody, Dave and Jason. Jason was with, and he was calling with me, and we were calling back and forth, and. 
I swear, I think he was about ready to grab the gun. Oh, dude, shoot we're going to talk about that in a second. <laughs> this sorry that, son of a sorry. I'm like, anyway. whoa, 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 whoa. Settle down here. Let's, no, let's analyze this situation no, here. Brother. No, I've been hunting with this sucker all over the world for a long time, <laughs> and it's usually Happy Trigger Brad. <laughs> and then now, now I'm like, this is a giant... What are you doing? We'll talk it's about happy that. It's happy trigger, Brad, unless so, it's an, the analyzer, right? It, it, unless like, oh. he goes into no, 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 don't you? Analysis, <laughs> right? So anyway, um, so it's it's funny you bringing that up because uh, um, these units, these prairie units, like where we're hunting here, and all the way across that northern prairie, Harding County area, because um, there, there's two prairie units up there, right? Yeah, well, yeah, that's yeah. true. There's two. They There's, split it. There used they, to be one. Yep. They split that into two. The Martin units, one. Um, Lawrence County. But is genetically, the, these bulls did not come from there. They moved over I from a neighboring state, uh, yeah, they, Montana. Those, those, those bulls probably moved across the border, yeah. Because they, they didn't in. come from the Black Hills, I don't think. Most of the elk on these units came from the Black Hills. Right, which, right, which, which kind South of, Dakota slash Wyoming. Right, which I want to make a point of because the Central Prairie units, these bulls came, they moved east, they moved east onto the reservation and then north up the drainages into, you know, like uh, Turner's land was the first time they saw a handful of bulls moved in there and became residents. And now what you, you, there's probably six, five, 600 uh, elk out there. Is that right? I, I would guess our total number in the state is pushing 10,000 elk in the state. Um, I think they figure 7,000 in the Black Hills right now. And uh, But I, I saw a study. There's a lot more elk in these prairie units, I think, than they than they actually are accounting for. Exactly. Uh, and, and I guess that, that's my point is that um, that literally yeah. the, the management, and, and I know people go, oh, hunters are killing everything. No, hunters are actually building everything because of the tags, because of this draw, yeah. because of the um, – uh, the, the the forest service, the management yeah. of these forest service, these bulls go wandering off because they get overloaded in one area because you can't overkill them. Right. We manage them. There's money pumped into those areas, and then they because of not overpopulation but quality populations, young bulls and young cows want to move out, and they move into these areas. They set up camp. When we were pre-scouting these bulls, I was amazed at how many elk we saw right. in every little drainage coming out of these fingers. Right. It was. It is so different than my 27 years of elk hunting. This is just totally different. <laughs> it was totally I mean, we came to- around the corner and we we're both like, duh, elk, yeah, right yeah. there, first evening. Yeah. And we just literally followed them, yeah. which led to a bunch of others funneling yeah. out. We saw elk everywhere that yeah. night. Yep, we saw a lot of elk up there. And uh, in, and it's a ver- this is a fun hunt, too, because a lot of the places that we elk hunt it's public land that just gets hammered, and the bulls are because like we started calling. Brian's like, "What the hell is that?" And I'm like, "That's how you call elk on public land." <laughs> it, this is not a primos video, brother. This is uh, well. The funny thing is, is I fell asleep because we got up at three o'clock in the morning, and I fell asleep. And then Brad's like taking pictures of me and chuckling, laughing because I'm falling asleep. And him and Jason are pew, pew, back and forth. And, and I'm like, we ain't going to see any elk over here. Man, we're just hunting this drainage. And, I mean, we, we would have seen them. We're above them. All of a sudden, they fall asleep. And I wake up. When I wake up, I'm looking. And literally 50 yards in front of us, there's a bull sitting there going, 
what you doing? I'm like, I'm throwing shit at Brad going, wake up, brother. You got to pull right. And it was, it was just a little second year, five point or six point. But uh, it's it still, there was elk in on us and they, they, they wanted, and I knew then it was going to be great. But Jason and you have been hunting together a long time. And it was, it was fun for me to be out there. Um, the three of us with this tag, we could add four or five people there to enjoy that. It was yeah. amazing. Well, Jason drew a tag back, I think, in 1984 in the Black Hills. He was like early tag drawer. And it was, you know, there's just a really good population now compared to what there was in 1984. I think it was 84 when he drew. Isn't that crazy? Did he kill one? No, he didn't. He didn't kill one. Mm-mm. You're chasing ghosts. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, then, you know, plus, yeah, you don't know what the hell you're doing. You're, you know, I mean, you're not born an elk hunter. Elk hunting is... Developed skill set. It's a developed skill set. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's rifle hunt, big country, um, not a, not a, you know, even learning, learning the mountains takes time. Yep. Uh, obviously, uh, that guy knows the mountains around here way yeah, better Jay- now than when. <laughs> yeah. And Jason's an amazing caller. You guys yeah. were working back and forth. I was on the camera. It, it was an amazing, amazing day. But to see elk out there was kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, and to, really know they're, to know they're in there. And then, like, th- this last week, you and I were out with Mason, your son. Right. And we were scouting a different area of that same unit. Right. Well, because, because we had such a long tag. I, 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 we were planning on hunting up there more this year because we've not hunted it much. Right. And that's a whole other area in that unit loaded with – I mean, there was a lot – we didn't see elk, but we knew that there elk sign everywhere. Yeah. Yep. It was elk sign everywhere. Yep. So. Yeah, it's just interesting how they've moved throughout throughout the state. So anyway, our preparation for that hunt was kind of um, interesting because we started heading up there in middle of August, wasn't it? Well, I here's what here's what we started with. We started by contacting people. We knew a lot of people who mm-hmm. lived around there, surprisingly, and great people who live up there. Yeah, really, super really willing, super awesome people, gracious, super people. nice. Yep, um, and T- Tate. And his dad, world class. Yep. And his brother and his mother. Yeah. Well, just all the people. I mean, it goes down to the guy who hauls LP. I mean, I, I knew, oh, he's showing me bulls over across the last few years. And right. I mean, he, he said, okay, you got to call this person. And I mean, just I had a huge network of people. It's funny you say that because one of the things, Harding County is obviously a famous county in the state of South Dakota, if you know how, uh, Harding County. Uh, Harding and Butte County, it's cowboy, cowboy, it's cowboy. It's yes, real cowboy. Right? It's real cowboy. Yep. Real ranchers, real tough people. And when they show up on Friday night football, you know they brought their best uh, um, big cowboys to play right. against you. Anyway, um, and it reminds me a little bit of the counties where I grew up in Iowa, big sod-busting boys. Yeah. But we're farmers, they're ranchers, right? But what I do know is there's places Places on earth that have a culture of being amazing human beings. Yep. And that county from top to bottom, east to west, north to south, yep. is a very amazing, honest. The people there, um, it's, it's systemic. Right. It's, they're amazing. Yeah, because I had a lot of people and they, they, they said, okay, you know, you need to look at this draw, look at this draw, you know, and help me out. Because I was, I was scouting from afar for a while, you know, at, 
you know. Well, I have notes in my phone because you'd call me and go, hey, I talked to this guy, yeah. and we got to go to Catman's Drainage on da 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 And I'm like, okay, whoa, whoa, hold on, Brad. <laughs> Let me get that down, brother. Uh, it, so like, so you, use your, you use your phone. I grabbed a notebook. I got yeah. a notebook. I got this. I got Prairie Elk notebook. Going. It's funny because I, 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 have, I have Brad's elk hunt in my <laughs> iPhone. So Because I was like, okay. Because right. one day you go, okay, we got to circle back around, and I had all these drainages, and, and I don't know if I'm – empty on bandwidth or maybe i have early onset alzheimer's but sometimes i can't uh, um uh remember all these names and you're like well, what? and i'm like so i just had to get them down well it's so funny because some of the people i'd never met now some of my and i had other people who said okay you got to call these people they know some they know some drainages where they've been seeing elk yada 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 and several of these people said stop by we got home we left late because it took us a long time i mean this was a we left, uh, this was a uh, three in the morning to three at night or three in the morning, next morning. Yeah. We were up deal. for 24 hours that day. Yeah. But, but in our preparation and in, in, in your research, there was a lot of landowners and people that were yep. genuinely excited about you having this tag yep. and they wanted to help. They wanted yep. to have a piece. They wanted to have their hand yep. in seeing what you could get, I, including, you know, big shout out to Eric Loken, our taxidermist, yep. does all our pedestal mounts, yep. right? Yeah. Super, super good yeah, dude. Yeah, Sheep Mountain Outfitters, yep. great dude. And he was like calling, texting both yep. of us. Hey, I haven't talked to Brad. You know where he's at? Is he out hunting somewhere? Yep. Um, I got a guy that we need to talk yep. to. They somebody saw a big bull. Hey, somebody uh, saw so, a big bull. So we had a lot of, somebody saw a big bull sightings right exactly and, uh, which was cool and then we yeah. got up there and started scouting it out but but yeah. um you know given in a month of pre uh, preparation um that was really really cool and then then came that morning um and i i it's you know it's how far is it from here two hours oh it's uh, i depends on who's driving yeah, it's 100 I'm, miles right i'm driving yeah it's, yeah, an, hour, it's an hour and a half but but yeah but I'd say honestly, with gravel. But roads, you did get a you did get a welcome to Belfouche <laughs> by Wallace Eddy, our local uh, <laughs> dude. Dude, hey, a big a big shout out to Wallace Eddy too. <laughs> so it's so, so funny. The other day I was I was in the office and uh, and one of my partners comes in and goes, "Oh, this is uh, this guy's a cop in Bell." And I said, "Oh, ask him if he knows Wallace Eddy." <laughs> oh yeah, he knows Wallace Eddy. Did you guys talk about the Navy? I said, "We actually did." Oh my gosh. <laughs> So bleep, I got to tell you. So so we we I get everything ready the night before to go, and I know we're leaving at three o'clock. Well, the night before is Lindley and I's anniversary, so we go out for dinner, glass of wine. I get to bed at like eleven thirty, twelve o'clock, knowing I got to get up at two forty-five. So I have a two and a half hour nap coming in a forty-eight hour period. But you know what? This is recon tough crap. I'm going all in. So anyway, I get up in the morning. I get everything ready. We're driving down the hill. I picked them up. We're taking the we're taking the meat wagon, the the uh, the, the bone collector or the bone uh, cave truck, uh, the tundra, and I'm like, crap! We just did a presentation for product presentation last weekend in at Brock's Big Outdoors in Iowa. over in Iowa. And so my my uh, that's with Big Frig. That's with Big Frig. The Big Frig. So anyway, my. Freaking binocular harness, harness. and right. rangefinder was here, so we had to drive all the way across town. So now, and I'm, you know this, I am the one. Let's get this shit and show on the road. Mm-hmm. It's it's yeah. 101. We are late by one minute, mm-hmm. and I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, Brad's like, so we get running late. I'm like, Brad, don't worry about it. I know how to test the limits of time with speed. <laughs> 
So we haul ass out of here, get up to Bell, and I'm flying through Bell. Who's up at 3.30 in the morning? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wallace was. Boom. <laughs> Mr. Wallace. We had cherries behind us, and we're like, oh, Busted super. in the center of the nation. Oh, it's center of the nation, <laughs> Bellfouche, South Dakota. So anyway, super good guy, but I got a, I got a warning uh, or a prelude uh, speed reminder later. So <laughs> anyway, I got a warning ticket that morning. But we, 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 we bumped into a great guy. So that's a true story there. Um, so anyway, yeah, so we're on our way. Yep. So, yeah, we, I mean, we got up there. We knew right where we were going. We had, we had this thing scouted dialed out. in, scouted out really good. We were going to make a big loop. Yep. Made the loop, sat down, did the first one, uh, did the first calling series, called in a raghorn, got out of there. I look out we, across. Every the time we stopped, we called elk. Yeah, we I called mean, elk. Every stinking time we had elk coming in. And then we were smelling them. We were walking through the brush and we could smell elk, you know. We had, it was, we had it's just a picture perfect. 15, 18 cows with yep. a smaller bull in front of us. On our first set, I hear a shot. And I'm like, well, there's only one other tag other right. than the landowner. And we're in the middle of U.S. forest or national forest, Custer National Forest, right? Yeah. And or somewhere up there, yeah. There, well, it's all Custer National Forest. Yeah, it's all, all that. Stuff. Yeah, we're on. Yeah, we're we're up in the middle, it, and it's it's you know pretty pretty big chunk of ground. So we come we come hiking out, and we're gonna go around. We're gonna make this big loop. Well, we make this loop, and and Brad spots eighteen cows with one bull, about a three ten bull, and yeah. we're like, my heart sunk because I'm like, mm, right, eighteen cows, and that's the biggest bull we can muster out here. I'm like, that kind of sucks. Um, what's, what's that doing? But well, anyway, what happened was the, those cows and that little bull yeah. was with a big bull and the other guy hunting in the unit had just shot first thing that morning at yep. first light. Uh, well, within an hour of first yeah. light, he yeah. shot, he shot a bull. Yep. Wow. So, so anyway, we did not know that though. We were making our loop. Yeah. It was a call. little like, wow, that surprises me that, that bull, you know, all those he cows. was, he was no more than 320. No. And, uh, he had a. He had a pile of cows with him, and he was just running the herd. I was like, "Whoa!" Brian's like, "Man, that sucks." That, that's I thought, I thought we'd sign. find, <laughs> yeah, because we didn't see any. Well, I saw one really, really good bull scouting. And Jason, Jason, because he he talks a lot, <laughs> not really. J, J, Jason goes, "Hmm, that's not. Uh, that's kind of weird. That's that's interesting. Uh, the cow uh, it shouldn't have been. Uh, Should have had a bigger bull with all those cows." Anyway, what's the wrong? <laughs> Is that about right? <laughs> so, so when Jason listens to this, like I don't, I haven't known Jason for 25, 30 years. So I gotta like, I don't have very good hearing anyway, and I gotta turn my aids way up to get his uh, scrambled <laughs> sport ear. Oh, oh yeah, sport ear exactly. So it's, it's like mumble. Right, right. Yeah, he's like he speaks in mumble. He speaks in mumble. mumble. When he when he's listening to this, he's gonna like you pricks. So anyway, so uh, yeah, and then you know, uh, man, then we got into him, dude. Then we got. Into them, into them. We just found a honey hole, and they were all over. Well, we came across this ridge uh, for you, the, the, uh, just to tell the story. We came across this ridge, and I went, I have a nose. Brad says I'm like a, um, I'm like a, a pregnant a, chip. A pregnant chip, because I can smell. We didn't even get to the ridge, and I'm like, <laughs> and then Brad's like five, six steps ahead, and he turns around and goes, and I'm like, yeah, it's, I'm about ready to throw up because it's, like, strong. Oh, I just wanted to make sure you could smell them because I know you have trouble with that yeah. sometimes. <laughs> yeah, right? right? <laughs> and Jason's over here, and Jason goes, like, and we heard a cow just a little bit to our south and our west 
making noise, and we heard a, uh, a little bit of a cow call, and we're like, what? And Brad, Brad peeks over the ridge, and he's like, white here, bull. And we were, we, we were right in them, right yeah. in them, and there was a bull right there. So we went and set up, and just like they did it 100 times, um, Jason just peeled off and slipped right over the ridge into the forest, and um, Brad got up, and they started calling back and forth. We had bulls. We had a cow standing there looking back at us at 40 yards, and we had bulls screaming on every corner below us. And, uh, and then I heard, I heard a massive crashing, thrashing a tree, and I'm like, right over here. So he's calling, Jason, he's to our south and west a little bit there, and Brad's calling, they're going back and forth, and this bull's coming right into Brad. Right in. Right in our lap. And, and Brad's 20, got... 25 yards away. Brad's got these spot, two bro. trees in front of him, and I got the camera going over here, and I'm looking at the mm-hmm. camera, looking up, and I got my bifocals on at, at 35. My eyes have already failed me a little bit. So anyway, um, <laughs> and I'm looking, and I'm looking, and I'm like, whoa, you can physically see the camera go, because I was like, holy Nikes, that is a freaking beast. And he comes in. And he's got he's got beams like that go from hell to heaven, man. They're unbelievable. And I'm like, Brad, and, and I can see seven on one side. And they, they talked about last year they saw a seven by eight. They'd seen some big bulls up there. And I'm like, Brad, this might be your guy. And then I'm like, Brad, this is I this, think this is your bull. This is and the he, was, I he was very encouraging to me. I, can, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And, and I'm not the encouraging guy. I'm usually like, Brad, mm-hmm. here, give wait, me your gun, wait, Brad. Wait, yep. wait. <laughs> and uh, and Brad's like, I don't know. And I and 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 I go You're just the opposite. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> like like I know he's coming through the trees to him. But like I, I'm like this, and bull is 45 yards from me, and he's gonna be 25 yards from Brad because we're about four or five yards apart, and I can see him in this big hole standing there going, and he's just nose is flaring, and I'm like, no, this is not a little bull, this is like gigantor, and uh, um, I'm like, Brad, this might be your bull, Brad, this is your bull, Brad, 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 you might want to think about shooting this bull, and Brad's like, I quote. It's on tape. I, his body's a little small. I think he might be young. So, I go, something you, was amiss with me? this guy. I go, no, yeah, you bleep. You said you're kidding me. You're going to have to bleep this out. I go, are you f***ing kidding me? And so anyway, I go, I go, Brad, it's on camera. You'll have to bleep it out more places. So he go, are you f***ing kidding me? And uh, um, Brad's like, no, I, I, I'm Brian. I'm not sure. And I'm like, so now I'm just sitting there going, he gets right below us, twenty-five yards. I got, and I have to lean up at the camera, and he's looking up like the bull's looking up. It's like, are you going to shoot me? Because I'm the biggest son of a sucker. I, I mean, he was begging. He was begging for an arrow. I mean, you were. And he just stood there. I mean, you could have just with a recurve, you couldn't have missed him. No, wow. sixty yards away, wow. there's a three twenty bull standing down, raking his horns, and he scared the hell out of this bull. A 330 class bull comes off the other hill, comes up, and he ends up coming right by us, but he won't get but 70 yards from us because this giant is down below us only 80 yards because he never left us because he thought we were that hot cow. And he was just down there. Just glunking like crazy. Just glunking, keeping all the other bulls out away, and they did not want a piece of him. This went on for an hour and a half. It was crazy. What? It was just. It was. It was the perfect, unbelievable day. You know what? Well, it starts on the fifteenth, 
So so from I nine, hope you brought me back some good video. Oh, oh my oh. gosh! <laughs> from nine to uh, eleven thirty, I, I was going to ask you what time it was. I have not. I have solid clips because now I'm the cameraman, so I have a different role. So I'm documenting all this and going, <laughs> okay, it's nine. So I have I have like fourteen minute clips, and I'm like, okay, I should shorten this up for the editor. I'm like, the hell with the editor. <laughs> this the, these things are screaming every. I'm like, elk, elk. It was unreal, unbelievable. Well, and then I'm pissed now. Yeah, because he didn't shoot it. Yeah, you know, I'm like, we should probably back out. This like, this was the epitome of. Let's come back this evening, and I'm like, (laughs) yeah, let me kick you in the. So this is the epitome of the the uh, collateral thinker. Oh wait, before he says that, his buddy that he's hunted with forever comes. Yeah, Jason. He comes walking and goes, thought I would have heard a shot on that one. (laughs) Well, yeah, no (laughs) shit. Everybody on planet Earth would have shot that one. (laughs) Yeah. So, so well, and then. Wow. And then when I watched the footage, I was like, I didn't think he was that big. <laughs> so, so Brad's over my shoulder looking at the footage in the truck. I'm like, you passed him. And he's yeah. like, jeez, mm, big bull there. Yeah, that was a big bull, wasn't it? Yeah. So, so th- what's well, a 10-week season? They, and, and, uh, it, it's, and it took you 20 years to draw it. 20 years to and draw it. And a lot it. of people are saying, don't shoot. You y- dare shoot a small one. You know, the, the – uh, the sheriff from Bell, he draws a tag up there. The dude from that owns Black Hills Archery. You know, and everybody, all these people are talking, have drawn this tag. You know, and there's only um, another guy. I saw him at the range the yep. day before. And they all said they wish they would have waited. You know, it's like, oh, you know, because the guy at the range, he drew it, and he shot first morning, and he shot a yep. really good bull, but it wasn't. And, and you know, and they're like, and I just talked to the yeah. sheriff from but Bell. Jason and, he goes, and Brian said he goes, this was big. Man, I only could I, I could only hold out for four days. That was all. And I was like, I want to enjoy this. I want to savor it. You shouldn't have held out for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> no. You shouldn't even held out for four hours. Uh, so. I've done more in forty-seven months than you have in forty-seven years, Joe Biden. <laughs> Good grief. Um, and it, we had so. a we, we had a bull in four hours that you'll never find again in four days. Well, then. Then I sneak that that afternoon. We snuck back into that, uh, and same exact same place. Exact same place, except one caveat different. Jason's the same place. He's the same place. I'm not five yards away. Mm. I'm five feet away. I'm going to punch him in the ear, knock him out, and if he doesn't shoot it, I'm shooting the bull for him. Grab the um, gun and go. No, no. so but I wanted to be right over his shoulder yep. because we we knew. We knew there was a big bull in there. And well, and I saw the second time I saw that bull. This he's got a real neat whale tail and a curve in, on his main beam. Well, both his main beams kind of square back. In. Yeah, just beautiful. And I was like, man, that's a good looking bull, you know. And it, I, I don't know why, but I don't know. Well, why. It, it yeah, does, I, can't, it, I can't, I can't explain it. The but good I, news is, is he's at the taxidermist. Right. The second thing is, when we got back in there, though. We weren't there five minutes, and we heard elk right below us bugling. We're like, there he is. He's down there. But no. Brad goes, hey, hey, Brian, right there. It's a bull. Find him. And he's right behind that tree in the opening. And I look, and he's 500 yards away, and there's a bull in the tree. So I, I kick the camera on. I put the camera on that tree, and then I put my binoculars up, and you can see me. I'm range finding with my binoculars, running the camera, and and because Brad's looking at it through the scope, and I'm like, then I'm like, okay, this is going to be tricky, but that's a giant bull, and he steps out from behind the tree. Brad goes, that's a pretty big bull. You can hear the conversation because I go, how big do you think that bull is? He goes. Oh, I don't know. I think he's like probably better than 350. I go, Brad, he's a lot better than that. <laughs> better than 350. <laughs> I, go, I go, Brad, I'm thinking he's a lot better. I go, Brad, he's got 54 inch main beams. He goes, 
Do you think on I, on on recording? By the way, this is all okay. documented. All right. I didn't think they were fifty because it was fifty five and a half. Is what his main beam. Yeah, fifty five and a half. I go, they're fifty four, and he goes, yeah, they're pretty good. And now he's measuring him in his scope. Mm-hmm. And well, it now in the flip side of that is the body on that once he got oh. out was so damn big that it didn't make sense. Nothing made sense Nothing about made that sense. bull. And I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna confirm like, that in a because I'm like. There's no way. So he, how, how could that be? How could that have been? Well, well, well so uh, having been a butcher, people would bring meat to me all the time and go, yeah, I yeah, killed a, yeah. I saw a thousand pound bull. And I'm like, you're so full of shit. There's no thousand, excuse my language. There's, so, there's no thousand pound bulls. A giant bull will weigh 750 to 800 on the hoof. Giant. Well, I stand corrected. That bull weighed 1,075 pounds. And the reason I know that is because one of us owns a butcher shop here. My, Lindley, and, and we, <laughs> Lindley and I own the butcher shop, so wow. we brought it back and Brad weighed the whole thing. Yeah, we, we have the quarters hanging up there. The, and, I mean, they were the front quarters were 160 pounds apiece. So just to give you an oh, idea, a front wow. quarter of a beef cow on a finished right, cow right. runs around 172 mm. to 178, sometimes 180. This thing was within 10, eight, 5 to 10% of a... Beef cow. Yep. Yeah, we cut the wow. we cut the tenderloins out, and and Noah goes, hey, Dad, "Oh my God, that's as big as that's as big as a, a steers." He goes, "That's as big as the beef tenderloins, the choice beef tenderloins we sell out of the front case." And Noah goes, I'll, "I'll prove it to you, Brad." So Noah runs in and gets a beef tenderloin that's cryovacked, right? Sets it there, and we got pictures of all this. Oh my gosh! It, my goodness! Oh, you can't imagine the pictures of, of this the animal. But anyway, so now we're sitting there. And you can hear this whole diatribe, as Brad would call diatribe, it. Yeah. A diatribe, as Brad would call it. <laughs> you could all, hear all the rhetoric, as I would call it, of us <laughs> bantering back and forth. And I'm sitting there going, Brad, this is going to be the biggest bull you might ever shoot in your life, Brad. <laughs> and I'm encouraging the stink out of him. <laughs> well, right. And, and I was getting more motivated because I immediately deployed my bipod. You did. And I was behind my gun. And I, 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 I popped my... Bino harness, which, interestingly enough, I have my favorite Alaska guide creations. It tore out on me that trip. And uh, so I, I pulled that out, and I got hooked on my orange vest or something. And anyway, I got my, I got my, he my got bino harness. You got all set My up. bino harness is my rear bag. I mean, I was rock, rock solid steady. I, you know, and that's, uh, that's hard to turn a 395 bull away when you're. Oh, <laughs> and I'm, I got the camera going, wow. and he goes, are you still recording? And I go, Yep, this is after I've told him, like, not told him to shoot it, but I'm like, biggest bull you'll ever shoot, 54-inch beams, giant mass. Look at the mass on the thing. Mm. That's major mass, huge mass. We said that, and Brad I goes. I go, it is heavy. Brad goes, <laughs> Brad goes, it is heavy. And then Brad goes, I think I'm going to shoot it. Okay, I'm going to shoot him. Are you recording? Yep, boom. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yep, boom. When it's time, it's time, man. It's so time. Let me, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. So we're literally on day one of, the, of your hunt? Or day one. You, you scouted, and then the next I took oh, time off of work. That's right, yep. So you guys drove up at 3 in the morning. Yep. And this was on day one, and yeah. you're in the afternoon? Four, yep. 425 in the afternoon. Wow. 425, he's deader than a hammer in the afternoon. So how many times in your life do you get that chance? I'll, 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 you know what? Well, here's a solid tag. That tag I'll never get. I, I have Right now I have points in enough states. I've got about three more opportunities possibly like that. Yeah. You know, um, Wyoming, I'm, I'm setting a point out of max or something. Um, Montana, I've got we'll have a couple point. more opportunities yep. to get big bulls. Arizona, but, but New Mexico. Here, here's the reality. Luck of the draw. Will you ever have a 393 bull 
you know, that, that's a crapshoot. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah very well might that, not because, ever get that opportunity because that's, to have that ball. And I don't want to reference, you know, but that, that's, a, that's a LeBron James type thing. That's you, a, could have, that's a, you could have the best tag unit nine in Arizona and no, not, not, say, see a, not see a bull like that's that. That's a wow. bad reference because he's, 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 that's a bad, bad reference. Strike that. <laughs> that's a Shaquille O'Neal. I mean, not, physically you yeah. have to be a giant of an animal yeah. to even get there. There's wow. a, yep. You know, to be yep. an eight, nine-year-old bull and make the three, four, 3360, that can happen. Well, and maturity does right. that. Genetics, maturity, everything well, it's gets funny, this bowl to funny. In the butcher shop, there's a bunch of elk that these people are taking from the hills that came in whole. Yeah, 33350. <laughs> and we have them hanging there. It's a run one rail system. Right. And we can't hang a full beef cow. We have to split them in half. Mm-hmm. And, and and my quarters. You couldn't have hang, hung your beef cow oh, in there. We had, to split, we had to split the quarters. Sheesh. We had to quarter the animal. And yep. when you, wow. I'll, we'll show you a picture. Yeah. It it dwarfs three thirty three fifty class bulls from the Black Hills. The body, yeah. It, the front Man. quarter dwarfs the whole side. Yeah. Of, it's just, so it's, so what happened after the shot? Right after, boom. Uh, of course, Brad was Brad. He was assessing if he made a mistake or not. <laughs> he was had buyers. The, the ballistics. Yeah, yeah. He had buyers. Uh, remorse. Uh, oh, it's funny you say that because we have this whole conversation. Uh, he goes, I could have shot him again, Brian. I start chuckling. I go, oh, really? I know. But I'm glad you didn't. He goes, why didn't? I go, why didn't we, Brad? He goes, because we're testing out the ballistics of this bullet. And I'm like, that's that, that <laughs> I go, so Brad. That, it's so <laughs> Brad. And so he's sitting there, and he's having some paralysis by analysis. And I'm like, are you kidding me? First day. I'm celebrating. Yeah. for him so then he goes then i bat and then so i'm like while he's analyzing this i'm going to zoom in because we're shooting these new cans mm-hmm. the, these uh, wyoming arms four inch four, right. four ounce right, titaniums right. and it didn't even the, the well, damn, there's there's 10 cows that just stand there they just come back to the they, bowl didn't even tor- scatter didn't so, even care wow. that the shot went off so so what no. was your ra- how far were you 447 yep 447 yards 447 to the nose range at 14,561 times while i begged him to shoot the bowl. <laughs> So and it's funny because this this is uh, we're testing out our new rifle systems, which by the way, absolutely freaking love, absolutely love them. I wouldn't call them new; I would call them advanced calibers. Oh, yeah, the, I mean they're the no, no, the, yeah, they're, they're the most advanced tweaks that we've made, and uh, yeah, and testing out the new cans, testing out the new bullets. Testing out a this bullet, by the way, stapled that animal to yeah. the. It took one step forward, one step back, and I'm filming. I'm like, because you know the the concussion of his gun. The gun jumps a little bit, and I don't know if he saw it or not. So I let him know you smoked him. And I saw I saw the vapor trail in the freaking screen on my camera. Oh, it's killer! It's awesome. Killer! And just cool, cool. pinwheeled it. He took one step forward, one step back, and I'm like, Brad, you smoked him. Oh, Brad, he's going down. He tips over, and you see the the right side of this bull. There's not one place like i'm six foot four bonifiably big hands okay i got big hands there is no way i can get my hand even two-thirds the way around this bull anywhere on its mass measurements wow it's freaking (laughs) giant big yeah because when we got to it it was like holy crap (laughs) yeah i get so i'm running the film from a distance i'm like brad i'm looking at going so i zoom in on i'm like the, the 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 mass I just was shaking my head and Brad goes up there and he pulls that bull up and its whole head just went boom oh. and Brad was like oh. 
Then it there was no th- there was no buyer's remorse. Now, now so. you can see this picture on on Instagram, right? Yeah, on yeah, Rolling go, Bones yeah. Instagram. Go to Rolling Bones Instagram. Check it out. We got a lot of photos it's an on this. Awesome, awesome. And go ahead, as long as you're there, go ahead, click and subscribe. You know, <laughs> we want to get over ten thousand like everybody else, man. So, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, that yeah. so it was cool. That smallest caliber I've ever shot an elk with because I used to be a three hundred rum shooter. Best performance I've ever had on an elk. And this is by far the biggest bodied elk I've ever shot. So we celebrated well into the night. We brought the bull back. Um, yeah. Our son and Lindley met us down there. Yeah. And we uh, um, we uh, uh, basically dismantled the thing, got it all ready for the taxidermist. And uh, um, and then we were like, holy smokes. We measured him once, measured him twice, measured him three times, and just couldn't stop measuring him because we were like, dude, this thing, no matter how small we try to make him, wow, we can't get him for under real. 390. <laughs> is this thing for real? And so then what happens is the next morning – uh, you know, uh, Facebook, Instagram starts blowing up, and you know you got the haters, and you got the lovers, and blah 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 blah. And right, and, and yeah, because I took my. What was the big deal? It was oh so, yeah, some guy says, oh yeah, he had a collared shirt on. Never seen anybody shoot someone with a collared shirt and no orange. Yeah. It's like whatever, guys. You know what? But my point to this is, this is that, game farm ill. Yeah, as a as a hunter, we should all stay together. But then one of the coolest things happened. Get a message from a guy, and he says, hey. Like to know is is your hunter going to? He didn't know it was Brad because he knows we have hunters all over the country. Because is your hunter going to register that bull for its, the new state record? And I, I was like, what? And so I thought, you know what? Um, uh, I'm going to call this guy. His name's I, I don't know if he yeah. wants to know or not. Anyway, you knew him from yeah. coyote hunting I, I, and stuff. I knew stuff him out from there. that area, right? And I'm like, hmm. So I call him up and I said, I'll, I'll use his first name. I said, hey, Ty, you know, um, let's have a conversation. And he goes, hey, you know what? I'm so happy. And I said, it was actually Brad's bull, um, our, my partner in Rolling Bones. And he's like, no way. He's like, what's it going to go? And I said, uh, um, you know, it's 393. It's going to net somewhere in the, the mid-380s probably, you know. But we, we, we don't ever use the subtraction calculator right. if he grows Cut it, that sucker he, if he gets it. And uh, he, st- he goes, man, he goes, well, I was just calling because what I'd like to do, or I was just trying to reach out, I shot the other bull in the Prairie unit, and it scores 416. And, he, and I was like, dude, I saw a picture of that thing. He said, that was you? And I go, well, not. He goes, not in that picture. The guy's with. He goes, <laughs> right, because everybody's all confused because they're well, like. Well, it was because uh, he didn't. And I'm like, I didn't know that. So anyway, we got talking. He goes, no, oh, that's my bull. And I go, congratulations. And this is how upstanding he is. He goes, because if Brad's going to go ahead and put that in the record books, that bull deserves to be in there for a while as number one. I will wait to register my bull so Brad can have the number one spot and that bull can be number one for six, seven months, and then I'll register mine behind it. Wow. And because awesome. Isn't that cool? Isn't that cool? I mean, it gives yeah, me that is, that is that is sportsmanship. That's fraternity yeah. of hunting. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, That's because he sent a couple of nice texts and they just called you. Yeah, exactly, and uh, um, and it's just like you know, I, I just the, the minute you think the world's fell to hell in a handbag, you got guys like that 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 you know you barely know your acquaintances, you you know you know of each other, and then they call up and say, hey man, super cool, super cool, um, let's help each other out and make sure that those animals wow. get the rightful so, so, ranking. So what I'm hearing is that Brad shot the state record, the state record and bull, then, then the day guy. before. Ty did, and then Ty shot the state record the next day. So they were both state records for a period of time, and this guy wanted to honor that because of the the uh, um, chronological order of of the harvest. Man, his bulls a stud. Holy cow! Now it's interesting because 
his main beams don't have the length that this one and does. And the body size. He said, Brian, it wasn't yeah. near as big as your bull. It's the body size. He says, was it the was same unit? No, no, no different, different unit. Okay, okay. The, his sure. was over by the Cheyenne. Yeah. The, River there's breaks. two. Yeah, yeah, there's two units over in that area, and his is over towards right. that Cheyenne and then up towards the Slim Butte. There's really okay. four in the state now. There are four really, really good units. And quite frankly, that unit that he's in is going to be way easier to draw. Yeah. Okay. That'll be the one to be in. Wow. A lot more private, less lot, public. Th that's that's that, the that's problem. That's the caveat. You got to know. So yeah. there's a juggling act yeah. there, you know, yeah. or a juggling process that's there. A, that's a great story. I, I love that. Isn't that amazing? That's one of my cool. favorite podcast stories we've had so far. Yeah. So anyway, you know what? From my perspective, <laughs> I got to tell you, um, all, all of you that are listening today, I, I just personally never, you know, I grew up on a farm in Iowa, uh, had a little trap line uh, and uh, chased pocket govers in the summer and muskrats, raccoons, and mink in the winter and couldn't wait to go out and try to kill a deer with my bow and pheasants all day long, right? That's all I had. Can and, you imagine if, deer. if uh, our elk make it migrate all the way to Iowa? Oh, my God. Everybody with, four, yeah, with all that corn. But my point to that is I never, you know, it, it's such a blessing for me because when I graduated, and you guys have all heard the story, I graduated from college or, you know, uh, trade school and said, man, I'm off. I'm heading to, uh, um, uh, to go hunting. And I started going to, you know, the Angava Territory over in Quebec and uh, out west to Colorado. And I just dreamed of living this life. And now the last, uh, and did it, and then the last 14 years, being able to have a hunt with you all over the world. Right. And then to have it's you draw fun. that tag, it was like me yeah. being there. Well, you know so what? Thank the, you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, it was fun. That was a fun day. But there's, a like, even the fraternity of hunting, there are so many of these super hard-to-get tags um, that, that, that's how you, that's how you do that. You go with your buddies and, uh, make the most of it. Bighorn cheap tags. I mean, when guys are drawing those, um, there's a lot, there's a lot of, to be said for just being part of the group. It's, uh, everybody enjoys it. it. They really do. Even like right down to my wife and son that night, we said we killed a big one. We'd already checked into a hotel to hunt the next day. Right. Uh, uh, yeah. Cause, cause we were close. We were close, we were close to, to a town, yeah. right? And so and instead of more pitching a tent, we instead of two mornings getting yeah. up at three thirty. So and and we called my wife and said, "Hey, call Noah." Noah is like on his way back to home, and he's like, "I'm turning around." We got in there late. We were there till three thirty in the morning, celebrating, having yeah. fun. The butcher shop was all lit up. Right. We had a big. I mean, we just you know, and that you're exactly right. The experience, the joy. Um, yeah, and, that was a uh, fun night. Just never forget it. But anyway, big shout out to the state. Of South Dakota yeah. for quality management, right? Yeah, they got that. They, you know what? They have a really amazing elk herd. They just, it, it's just, uh, it's just hard to get tags here. You yep. Know? Big shout out to Jason, your buddy, my my buddy, Jason. and Dave, the one that couldn't make yeah, it. Yeah, that would um, have been super cool if he could have been there too. Yeah, and uh, and I guess, and a big shout out to all the people up there: Tate, his dad, his mom, his brother. Um, yeah. You know. Uh, uh, Bill, who helped me, you know, scout stuff out. Lyndon, Ray, Gilbert, and I yeah. mean, all those. Uh, all Eric Loken. Eric and Loken. Um, Sheep Mountain Taxidermy. Yeah, there's a lot of people that just uh, had, had eyes. Played a hand in yep. this, right? And, and it really was, were helping. It was amazing. So, well, listen, that's it for us today. Congratulations, Brad. Thank you. Uh, amazing, amazing event. And uh, just a quick reminder, visit rollingbones.com. Check out our membership. If you want to... Get yourself in alignment with a membership that serves you. We offer service, access, value, and education. Uh, that's what we want to do. We want to help you find your next adventure, walk you through it. We're a company you can trust. 
I know there's a lot of fear out there. Who do I go with? What do I do? I don't want to waste the time. I don't want to waste the money. Go ahead and click on rollingbones.com and check out our membership or give us a call here, 605-644-8000. 605-644-8000. Ask for somebody that knows something about something. That's One of us will be in here and we'll help you out. Until next time, be safe, stay healthy, and happy hunting. And we'll have this hunt on our video channel on the membership. That's right. Stay yeah. That'll be fun. It'll be great. That's coming. Congratulations, Brad. Thanks.